All right. Bridgie Firepod, uh, interesting pod tonight. We're gonna. I'm really excited to talk about the World Cup, which starts tomorrow. Things are, are there's a lot happening. Lots happening in in footy. Yeah, almost none of it matters for the fire. Correct. We're gonna talk about the fire first. Um, get through a bunch of talking points. Recap New England. The second half of this pod will be all World Cup, pretty much. All so World Cup. If you guys don't care about the World Cup, that's sad. But you yeah. can also turn off the pod if you well, if you feel like it. Don't just turn off the pod. Unfollow us on Twitter. And never talk to us again. If you don't want to hear what we have to say about the World Cup, yeah, is it is why? it okay if I ostracize our fans by telling them that they're if they don't like the World Cup and they it's like the if you don't chew big red then fuck you from uh, Ricky Bobby. Our avid listeners, we just lost a couple. We just lost a couple. If you don't listen to the World Cup, part of our pod. We have thousands though. We have thousands. We could spare at least two thousand we'll, avid we listeners. We could spare. Agreed. We'll spare them. So yeah. How's it going, J Miles Five? Oh man, just so much happening. I'm on uh, PTO. Is, your, is your brain just overloaded? Overloaded. I got World Cup coming. Like that's huge. Usually, like that devotes so all my mental energy. But also, I'm going up to uh, Detroit Lakes, Minnesota, for my brother's wedding, and that's occupying a whole ton of my mind. Hang loose. Are you prepared for the um, best man? Your best man, right? Best man. Are you prepared for your best man speech? No. Can you give us any point, like? No pointers. I'm I I've got some cliff notes, but I'm gonna mostly go. Can you give us a hint about anything that you might bring up? Just one fun thing. Or did you not even write anything yet? Dude, I wrote some notes. Alright. I wrote some notes. I can't spoil it. What if someone listens to the podcast? That's true, and Mike. Then Mike might be listening. Got millions of avid listeners out there and some of them are gonna be Good at this way. Can we get that in the next episode? Sure. Okay. I'll do I'll do a recap. Have someone record it. We'll do a wedding recap. Someone should record record it. Maybe we can get Big Paw to record yeah, his uh, speech. Uh, frequent uh, contributor to the podcast, uh, Big Paw Pulaski, is going to be uh, at the wedding with me. Uh, so uh, I he, hear he's an usher. He's an usher. He's got a lot of responsibility. Big responsibility. Yep. All right, anyway, uh, we'll be back in Uno Minuto uh, with, nice. with uh, part one. Carbon Tigers. Let's hit up uh, this fire game. The fire draw 1-1 at home hosting New England. The Revs, big Big. Eastern Conference showdown for playoff spots. Big crowd showdown, too. Huge crowd. It was announced around 14K. (laughs) Was it actually? Yes. (laughs) That's hilarious. That was Um, nowhere near 14 I don't even know why anyone we even talk about announced MLS attendance. It doesn't matter. It's hilarious. And we, we already knew this. But, yeah, so Section 8 didn't show up to support their brothers in arms. Uh, Se- Sector Latino over in 101. Pre-101. So both of those sections were empty. People were sending pics and, of the stands, and it was just empty. There's yeah. And just watching it on TV, it, it, it was different. Yeah. You could just tell the atmosphere was different. Just... I don't, we're not going to get into it. I don't. We don't have the greatest atmosphere anyway, um, but... Without those two sections, like it's yeah, it's so, even more. Yeah, yeah it's but pretty hey, dull. The boys showed up to play. They did. I Almost it was got a decent um, game. Sad to give away points. 
especially when you the, take a lead in the manner we did. Yeah, that um, I watched that highlight and about a million things went wrong. Yeah. Uh, do you want to just go straight there? Well, let's let's, go, let's start from the lineup. All right, so, lineups. Go I, ahead. Honestly, in my opinion, this is as close to a full strength lineup as we've had yet. Uh, the two that I would maybe swap out for full strength is Ellis and Corrales, our outside backs. I really want Vincent to return back to left back, but he's, he played center again with uh, partnering with Kappelhoff. So Corrales was on left and uh, Kevin Ellis was on right. Um, and then the midfield was Schweine, uh, McCarty, and Adams. And the front three were Solaniak, Nikolic, and Katai. So honestly, like given the, who's healthy, that is That's probably, as close yeah. to f- first XI as I can think. <laughs> So, what did you think about it? I would agree. I still think, I'd lo- I mean, I want Vincent Vincent's play left back. I still think some of this is probably rotation. Uh, we have another game tonight. Right, exactly. Um, as we're recording, the game will be in a, about an hour. So, um, I, just, I guess I'd like to see Campbell or Lillard get some more minutes. That's about it. But I agree. Health-wise, and given that we've had a ton of games recently, this is probably basically our best starting 11 at the moment yeah um, I, I think it showed on besides the field. besides probably adding a center back yeah. yeah i think i think the midfield could re- is really looking strong with the three midfielders yeah i didn't look up possession stats or shot stats got them for you, you got them hook me up um shots fire 11 revs 18 uh sh- on target fire two revs six um possession was literally basically 50 50 yeah give or it take felt uh, like that yeah it was just I think it was just a very even game. I don't think there's a lot between these two teams. No. Yeah, I would say, I guess, uh, our, we had the one really good chance that Schweinsteiger had, and he, he buried it, thankfully. Ty just missed one, too, yeah. on a bit of a breakaway. He uh, put, yeah. put one just wide of the post. I do remember um, that. Katai was by far the most dangerous player again. Yep. Anytime we had a goal-scoring opportunity, it seemed like he was involved. The other thing that happened was uh, didn't uh, Nikolic go off early? And yes. Gordon came on. Yeah. That's never uh, a good thing. I don't remember when he came off. We got to fact check this. Yeah. Fact I mean, we should know this. Fact check that. I, I'm pretty sure Nikolic came off with a... It might have been like just a little bit of a strain, and so he's resting up because of the rotation. But, uh, yeah. What did you think about uh, the Schweinsteiger goal? It's good to see him get one. Oh, great. Yeah, great little movement, give and go. Um, Katai with the assist. Schweinsteiger, Katai... And he, he just hammered it home. He put that big, muscular German leg right behind the ball. and It was kind of right at the goalie, but it was, it was so enough. hard that yeah. the goalie couldn't. Um, so, yeah, Nemanja Nikolic came off in the 20th minute That's for Alan Gordon. Yeah. So, something to keep an eye on. Yeah, we haven't heard anything about that. So no, I we, I don't, we don't have a lineup yet for tonight, the Wednesday night game. We're recording this uh, on the night of the Colorado game, June 13th. So, we, I, we don't have a lineup yet. should be any minute. I, I thought out he if he came off that early, I assume he's not fit. Yeah, I, it'll. I, I hope we rest him. I mean, we keep that guy healthy. Um, yeah, and uh, Gordon shown he can he can find the net. Yeah, he's perfectly capable uh, backup striker. Yep. So, I guess let's talk about that last goal. I mean, anything tactically that you saw in this game. Not really. I like all right. So a couple things broke down there to lead to like that shot that came back in. But like, th- there's no excuse for what Sanchez did other than just having a brain fart. Like I'm not gonna like be like get a new goalie now. I'm not even like mad about that. It's just just really really shit luck and shit timing. 
you know? Some things are just <laughs> fluky. Yeah, he definitely deserves most of the blame, but a lot of things went wrong there. Mm-hmm. Like, just to start it off, uh, like, uh, I think it was Vincent had a really bad defensive header. Yeah, the clearance went back towards goal. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which is what kind of started the whole thing, and... Yeah. I don't, our defenders weren't the most alert to the situation, but having said that, Sanchez had his hands on the ball. He's got he's to bring it in. Let it or go let it, out or, or hit it out of bounds. Yeah, there's, it wasn't even challenging. Like punch it, was, it out for a corner. Yeah, it was garbage. I mean, we kind of threw away two points. Three, yeah. Well, yeah, threw away, threw away two really important points against and That would have, um, in hindsight, that would have put us in a playoff spot <laughs> if we won the game, which yeah, uh, temporarily. Get, is, is kind of sad. Um, yeah, well, I, those I don't, were big lost points. I don't sure. have a lot else to say about this game. I thought I, th- I think we're probably pretty even with the Revs when healthy. I'd agree. Um, it's a game we should have won. I think we created enough chances to win. I thought I mean, we got up to the goal. I was going to say that was one of our best performances of the season. Yeah, we seemed in control. We didn't play defensive. We we played on the front foot. For the most part, and possessed pretty well, and generated decent chances. Like that's a good game. I guess one thing you would say: we out of eleven shots, we only put two on target. Yeah, that's. I mean, maybe Nico helps there. Yeah, it's not a stat you want to see, but I, just the fact that we took eleven shots is, I think, a good game. Good. Maybe a step in the right direction. And against and this isn't against a, ba- a bad team, man. This is against a potential playoff team in the East. Yeah, I won't paint this game as some brilliant result, but at the no. same time, it's a. It's a draw I was against encouraged. a team that's in a playoff spot that we've been talking about as being pretty solid. Yeah. Um, so a decent run of form continues. Yeah, I don't think we draw any major conclusions from the game. No. <laughs> I, I think we're, we're where we're at. Um, so let's move on. I'm, I'm happy to. Uh, let's do a quick, real, real quick preview for the Colorado game. Uh, I think the biggest thing of note is that Colorado's on a nine-game losing streak. They're awful. And that just feels so bad because I feel like the Fire are about to be the team that lose to yeah. them. It's away from home, short week. Um, yep. Uh, they're one of the worst teams in the league, if not the worst. Oh, yeah. They're on pace to set their record for so, most consecutive losses. Uh, this is a game that um, Pano and Co. need to be need to be aiming to win tonight. Uh, you know, take all three points. Oh, yeah. Hands down. Uh, huge! It'll be a huge disappointment if we lose this game. You shouldn't yeah. lose to the worst team if you're trying to get into the playoffs. It's a simple, yep. simple and equation. I, I don't even know what the lineup's really going to look like again with this short week. Yeah, I, I wouldn't even mind like high altitude game, uh, short rest, oh. like rest Schweinsteiger. I don't care. Like against the worst team, I want to see some. Would you be okay with a draw tonight? I mean, yeah, I, I, it'll keep this little. I w- thing going where we're not losing. I'll only be okay it. with a draw if we do if it's some an rotation. Draw too. Like if we want no, like if we do squad rotation. Like if we start our full strength XI and we and we get a draw, I think that's wasted. I, don't think we will. Um, I think that's wasted then. So if yeah, if we get a squad rotation and we battle and we, and we get a decent. good draw, yeah, yeah, absolutely, I can hang my hat on that. But we definitely taking all three points would be big. Yep, that's about what I have to say about Colorado. We should win. <laughs> Uh, yeah, they're we're better. They're trash. They're they're. I don't even like know. We're definitely much about them. Well, they signed all those uh, championship guys. Oh yeah, they were the guys in the championship. And their head coach is from there too. Yeah, he signed like three players he worked with. Um, It's not going well there. Mm -mm. That's that's about all you can say. 
Um, after that, the fire. Um, the rest of this month's pretty, pretty tough. We have at Atlanta and the U.S. Open Cup. Um, that was the draw we received. Oh yeah. Could have gotten some easier, some easier draws there. Uh, some news on that is that El Marone is out indefinitely. Like should be. It could be long. It could be. We like don't know much. Most about likely it. he's missing that game. Does that really matter for Atlanta? They're just stacked. With, They're stacked. Um. That'll be a tough. Uh, it'll be interesting to see whether they start. There. I think we're going to start our best. We'll probably XI. start a stronger starting eleven than they do. That's the hope. Yeah. Um, so we could win that game. I, I think it'll be interesting. Yep. So after, so three road games in a row here at Colorado, at Atlanta in the Open, then at Seattle on six twenty three June twenty third, and finally coming back home uh, six thirty hosting NYCFC. It's not an easy um, schedule. Not easy at all. The two MLS games aren't easy because I don't care how bad Seattle have been. Going to Seattle will be a very tough yeah. game for the Fire. And they're finally starting to play better. They're starting so, to get, yeah. pick up a couple points. Um, <laughs> I, I guess after reading that off, we kind of need the three points tonight <laughs> in Colorado. Yeah. Because that Seattle away and NYC at home might not be very good. Yeah, I agree. So yeah, that's Fire's uh, upcoming schedule. We we missed. Uh, I want to hear your prediction for tonight. Tonight prediction, Colorado. Think hard about it now. Two one Fire, scrappy, late goal. That sounds right. I'm going four nil Fire. Just a con- commanding, commanding result to send Fire Nation into mass chaos. Yeah, well, and we'll the next pod will be talking about how likely the Fire are to win MLS Cup. Yeah, this will be the game. Yeah, for sure. That's my. I thought really hard about that prediction. Oh yeah, good one. Thanks. All right, let's hit some talking points. Fire talking points and MLS talking points. Um, let's just jump into the big one. Uh, free one hundred one. Hashtag free one hundred one. The fire. If you don't know, yeah, listen to this podcast. I, I assume you would know. The fire um, have banned for I guess lack of a better word mm-hmm. um, an entire section section 101 and everyone that had a season ticket in that section is banned and no longer allowed to buy tickets from what I hear as well for the whole season for the entire MLS campaign appeal um, an appeal has been sent in All right, good. Uh, I don't think there was a response yet the fire have not said anything about this. Oh uh, yeah, the they're the way they're like addressing this with like utter silence and like pretending like it's Everything. so MLS. And, it is. And even more so, Hotman and this fire ownership yeah. to sweep this under the rug and pretend like nothing's happening. Because honestly, again, the target people that they have coming, <laughs> buying tickets to go to Toyota Park with their families and their, you know, their club teams, yep. they don't, they won't even hear about this. No. Most of them, and they won't care. Some of them, yeah, some of them might know but yeah i would i would imagine the large chunk of people who showed up on saturday were have unaware. no idea yeah yeah i would agree um but anyway they did they put the ban in place because of one or maybe two people lit um smoke bombs as far as i understand it the back the background is basically that they got into a fight in an away game i think in houston uh some sector you know guys we have no idea what the it's details kind of a of multiple inf- it, the, infringement the, the point is that saying. the fire said they sent a warning to Sector Latino, and then this following game there was a smoke bomb. But the point is, first off, Sector Latino can't control 
what it's every meant, individual. What, right. They are not responsible for individual acts within their section. They don't condone this. I know, like, they actively don't condone this kind of behavior, like getting right. into fights and setting off smoke bombs. So, like, whether one person did in their section is out of their control, in my opinion. Second off, banning them for the whole season for a smoke bomb? It's outrageous. That's, like, the grossest overreaction I've ever heard. Uh, do you just wonder, like... Who, yeah, who, who was in the room when they made, made this? Yeah, who made this, and, like, how far... Are their heads up their own asses to actually believe this is the proper response to a single smoke bomb um, to ban an entire section of the fire's best, some of their best supporters that spend so much money to support the team that are there every week. It reminds me of uh, discipline in college where they treat everyone like they're like incapable of being humans. Like if you get like a drinking ticket as a freshman in college, they're like... They ask you if you need, like, alcohol counseling, and, like, Basically, they take it super seriously, even though like, every goddamn kid in the entire university yeah. is blacked out on every weekend. They basically, yeah, it's like they assume that you are the worst person on the planet, and you are going to drop out of school. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's really and helpful. Your life's going down the gutter. Yeah, real helpful uh, stuff. Way to motivate us from university. But, I mean, fire. this front office, ha- why? Like... They're Are they trying to help themselves or, or no? I, think I don't think they just care. I don't. I think they're so out of touch with that's what's what it happening. Is. They. It, I think they care. I think they just have no fucking clue what they're doing. They, they're so out of touch with the, their own supporters, and it's clear. Just every decision they make over the last few years adds up. It's like they don't care about us. They're yeah. waiting for an MLS paycheck until someone comes and buys them for a lot of money. I agree. I mean, what's there to say? It's just... I saw... I just saw it. I was like, what? I thought it was fake. The, the whole first season thing blows like, my mind. One game, sure. <laughs> Two games, be a little bit. Whatever. Why don't you do your job and find out who exactly it was and ban them for a season? It's a that makes... Or, or if you can't find out who it was, why don't you put some security there? You have... Like, what What are you paying your stadium security to do? <laughs> Those guys just stand around. They do. Yeah, they, they're, they're goons. <laughs> got anything else to say on uh, Free 101? Obviously, I've got we, lots more to say, but, like, it, it's just... There's it's just no repetitive. Point, there's It's all kind of been said. I guess we're waiting. The next step is to see um, what the fire say about the appeal. If anything... If, and I could easily see the fire just not responding. Yep. Sad enough. Uh, the one thing I, I do want to say is that this this podcast fully supports 101. I think we, we, support we came out all and supporters. said this. Yeah, it's not just 101, but, like, this, is, this isn't even questionable. We didn't go to the game in slight protest. I don't plan on going to a game for a long time. Uh, it really pisses me off, and I... I it makes me not want to go to fire games. Yeah, this, I don't this, see how you can do this to people. This more so than like really bad results makes me not want to buy Absolutely. tickets. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Results we can sit here and complain about because we want to win. We like we like soccer, but you can't treat people that support you that way. Yeah, hundred percent agree. We support them. We'll continue to do so, and we hope um, this gets overturned. That's that's about all I can say. Yep. So all you uh, avid front office listeners out there, reverse the decision. Please reverse your fuck up. And you should probably just pay for their season tickets at this point. (laughs) Seriously. Because it's absurd. This won't end well. (laughs) No.
I don't. Nothing's gonna end well. Because there's no way the front office is like, oh, we made a really big mistake. No, I. We regret this decision. Like, I kind no, of, not. I kind of agree with you. I think they might just never, never respond. I think they might make a statement like, we refuse your appeal, and then, then that's it. And then, and then they just have an entire empty section that yeah. they're going to try and sell new people tickets. Wouldn't surprise me at all. <laughs> Nothing surprising that they do. No. As bad as it is. But anyway. All right, let's move, move on. on. Um, we kind of already mentioned this, but uh, US, U.S. Open Cup, Fire will play Atlanta. Uh, quick. Got any, got any thoughts on that? Nope. We already talked about the lineup. Elmerone not might not play. Yep. Um, moving on. U.S., Gets the um, World Cup 2026. I am pumped about this. I know you're less excited, but I am jacked. I'm just like, no, I'm excited. I just, it's so far away that I'm all into this World Cup right now. My excitement level is at like a 10 out of 10 right now. It will not wane for eight years. (laughs) Every day I'm going to wake up. Mine's probably at like a four. I'm going to do one of those montages where I like make a red X on every day of the calendar. For eight years? 2026, yeah. Wow. Absolutely. You could hold me to it. If I don't, I believe you. You have permission to kick kick uh, me off the podcast. It's exciting. The best part about it is we don't have to qualify because that's never that's not. Well, we don't sure. know this yet. There's no we we don't have to. There's no way. It's never they've never made a host qualify. Yeah, but they've never had three host cities. They've had two before. Yeah, and both qualified that time. Uh, Sunil Jalati came out and said there's no official decision, but he fully expects all three to qualify. Yeah, well, you can't. Pay. And they're also talking about expanding the World Cup. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they'll expand the I don't World know Cup if and it's then all by three then. Yeah. I don't know if they'll do it by then, but nah, that's a good point. Yeah, they're all gonna qualify. There's no way, yeah. Yeah, at least we can't fuck that up. Pulse yeah. six gonna be in his prime. Well, yeah, they just gotta put the team together around him. The next World Cup now should be like in Qatar, it should be like a warm up. Mm-hmm. Take all the youngsters. Don't don't I don't want anyone going to that World Cup that's over like twenty four. Yeah, I agree. That we should, yeah, we should bring. We should be aiming for all those guys to experience a World Cup, and then four years later go into the U.S. World Cup like and, firing on all cylinders and winning and winning it. We're gonna win it. Heard it here first. Heard it here first. A- everyone, fine. go to Vegas right now. Put down fifty dollars on U.S. World Cup twenty twenty six champions. I love it. I bet you get decent odds on that right now for sure. What do you think? I- so much. Will someone take that bet in Vegas from me? Probably. All right. We'll look into it. Probably. But, I mean, they're... Of course they will, because they're just going to assume that you're going to forget or die within eight years. The latter is more likely. Like, you're going to lose your ticket. <laughs> you have to have that ticket. Wait, do you really? Yeah. Oh, dude, I can't do that. I'll definitely lose that ticket. Yeah, if you make a bet, if you I have ever, to hold on to the ticket. If I ever move in the next eight years, that you could kiss like, that ticket. It's like you go to the horse track. You make a bet, they give you a ticket. Yeah. You lose the ticket, you're shit out of luck. I run out of toilet paper one weekend. Kiss that ticket goodbye. Ticket's gone. Gone. All right. Um, there's not a lot. What else do you got? Katai staying or leaving? We still don't know, right? Uh, yeah. I Here's my guess. He's not going to get renewed. And here's what should happen. He should be renewed because he's been... I think. Are you basing that just off the fire's track record yeah. of making bad decisions? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I am. Well, uh, if he goes, he's earned and it. Not, right? He's, he's earned the been our best player over the last month, I'd say. Yeah. I, I mean that. I honestly, like, he hasn't matched uh, a comms production quite yet, but I think he. I believe he has a goal or assist in five straight games. Yeah. Something like that. Well, he's on fire. He's on fire. Um, I know you're a huge comm guy. I think yeah. he's finally coming around and actually replacing him decently. Yeah, different styles, but like equal impact on the game. I think 
if not he, more. If he goes, I don't know what they're thinking. Do they, and the only way he should go is if they have or a number ten lined up to replace him, yeah, like a, a DP or something. Um, but I'm not sure the numbers if he does like because he's on a loan. If they signed him permanently, if he'd be a DP or if they could buy him down, like I'm not sure. So we'll just kind of have to keep an eye on that. If he goes and he's not replaced, this team is not <laughs> going to make the playoffs. Now, he's our most creative, most dangerous player right now. Any other uh, fire talking points? No fire. One MLS talking point that I think is interesting, Eastern Conference uh, implications, is that Patrick Vieira is uh, not the manager of NYCFC anymore. He has gone to Nice in France, which is a awesome. cool promotion for him. Cool for MLS. He's earned it. Yeah, cool for uh, the first MLS coach to get hired like at a good club. An up-and-coming French club. Right, yeah. Pretty, um, pretty solid club. Re- replaced by an impressive track record manager. His name is Dominic Torrent. Uh, I didn't know him prior to the hiring, but he's basically uh, Pep Guardiola's longtime assistant. I mean, he was there at Barcelona, he was there at Bayern Munich, so like, this guy's got a great track record, so we'll, it'll be interesting to see if he can keep that uh, NYCFC team looking strong. Especially because like, it's mid-season, you know? Yeah. So, I'd imagine he comes in and just doesn't really change anything this year. I would agree. And this is like, well, Kind of gets the info from Vieira. He's like, what have you been doing? Just keep it rolling. That'd be the smart Maybe makes one or two minor changes, but that's about it. Yep. Agreed. All right, that concludes Fire Talk. We expect all of you uh, to stick around for part two and listen to our World Cup takes and picks. There could be some surprises. Could be some surprises in there. Um, Yeah. We got some wild cards. Some wild, wild cards. All right, back for part two next. When we do that My favorite times of the year, once every four years, uh, the World Cup in Russia, 2018. Like, not only is there, there's not a better sporting event, obviously we're biased, but like, there's not a better sporting event, there's not a better moment in life than, like, there's nothing more special than this tournament, which happens for every four years. Yeah, such a big deal to footy people. Oh my Just gosh. for the enjoyment of watching games. Group games, the knockout, when you get to the knockout weekends, those are so much fun. Like, the pressure on the players, you just, like, feel it. Even if it's not a team that you support. Yeah. You just, like, feel that, how special it is for them the to only be on the one, field. The only thing that makes this just a little bit less for me is that US, wah, wah. USA is not here. And I'm sad. Very, very sad. But Italy's not here anyways, and neither is Chile. And so it's, like, Netherlands, too. Listen, bad te- good teams miss the tournament. Not good it teams that have to qualify happens. through CONCACAF, but true. <laughs> and people will debate if like Bruce Arena said, like he'd like to see some of the European teams. Oh, yeah. Like, give me a break. yeah. Good hypothetical to make your job. You know, here's here. I'm he needs go to quick, go away. Quick rant. He needs to go. Away. This whole month leading up to the World Cup, there's been like four articles published, and all of it is like, well, Bruce had a little bit of part in us not qualifying, but it was almost all Jurgen's fault. He lost the team, and Bruce couldn't get it back. No. <laughs> off with that garbage Bruce you suck like someone asked him if, if he had had like a month longer said they would have made it he would have made it like get the fuck out of here and stop writing articles that make it seem like this is all Jurgen's fault I hate this shit that was a good rant are you done now yeah I'm done but I agree Bruce needs to go away 
We don't need him around U.S. soccer anymore. Uh, every time I see his face, I he want He should him. not be involved at all. He is indicative no of every problem him. with American soccer. I appreciate what he did back in the day. Like, uh, it's done. 15 years ago. Yeah, it's done. He's Let's status quo, man. Move on. Get the fuck out of my U.S. soccer news. I think you exceeded the F-bomb limit for a Bridget Firebot. I think right. it's about... I'll chill down. Usually over-under is about four. I think, I think, I think you're at five already. I'm all, right. all amped up anyway, World Cup juice. We're just going to run through each group really quick. Um, all right. We're not going to break down each group tactically. We're going to go through each group where each will do our picks. We might mention the most important player in the group, just to throw out a big name, and then throw out like a young breakout player. All right. Peep the, a player that peeps don't know. So group A is uh, Russia, the hosts. Uh, only one host has never uh, made it out of the group stage. Who was that? That was South Africa. Oh, yeah, that's um, right. Two, two World Cups ago. 2010. The only thing I remember about South Africa in that tournament was the opening goal by Chabalala or something. His name was incredible. So fun. And he just had a banger. Also, um, I don't know the exact stat, but the host always uh, plays in the first game. Yes. And they, like, never lose it. Yeah. So uh, this one isn't changing. Cause Russia plays Saudi Arabia to open the tournament. I expect tomorrow. Russia to win. Just anyway. one game tomorrow. Yep. Um, so it's Russia, Saudi Arabia, Saudi Arabia, Egypt, and Uruguay. Uruguay. Um, we might go a little into into Uruguay more. We'll go into um, like the top ten teams a little bit more because yeah. let's be honest, the top ten teams going to win this tournament, right? Yeah, it always they always do. And we're not talking FIFA rankings because those don't matter. Yeah. What is it? Only six teams have ever won the World Cup. It's like only six yeah. or seven teams have ever won the World yeah. Cup. Yeah. And I even. Even saying the winner will come out of the top ten might be a stretch. Yeah. But anyway, um, Bovada has Uruguay at nine. I, I agree with Vegas's top ten. Like, yeah. I have no problem with it. Um, no we'll, one out of We'll those. get to that, but, yeah, there's no one I would put uh, in. All right. If anyone stands out as, like, a weird rating, I'll, I'll let you know, but, yeah. Um, I said the, the most important player in this group is Mo Salah. He was injured in the Champions League final. Yep. If he's not playing at 100% for Egypt, I it looks rough for them. He's the third best player in this tournament, if you ask me. On current form? I, I wouldn't argue much with that. Maybe the injury I, changes I would say it. You, you could say, you could argue three to like six. Yeah, seven. Hazard might be in the conversation. A couple of guys, but yeah. I, you could say three. Yeah, I'm t- based on this last season, he was the third best player in Europe this year. That's why he's so important to, I mean, Egypt getting out of this group. Um some young players, breakout players. I put down Alexander Golovin, uh, 22-year-old attacking mid on Siska Moscow. Yeah. Um, and Alexei Moranchuk, 22-year-old striker out of Locomotive. So, so I haven't so heard of Moranchuk, but Golovin I've heard of. And I always like I like watching Russia in the World Cup because you don't hear a lot about these guys in the Russian leagues. Like, remember, Alan Zagoyev came out of nowhere, was it two World Cups ago? Yeah, he'll he's probably also, be starting. He's on this team, so it'll be cool to see if he's still got an influence. Uh, so I, I'm really excited for, for Russia. I think you don't hear about them because they never leave the Russian league. They are very, uh, what do they call it, almost isolationists in terms yeah, of their they soccer just player. stay there. Like, big ones who have left in recent years is Arshavin, Pavlyuchenko. Those like yep. Can you think of any other Russians that have left? Uh, Yarmolenko, maybe? Uh, who's the left back to play for Chelsea? I'm drawing a blank. A pitch check in Pol- uh, No, that's Poland. Yeah, he's Polish. Sorry, idiot. Anyway, yeah, they don't really leave. Yeah. Um, I put down another one, Maxi Gomez on uh, Uruguay. Yep. 
Great player. He's a young forward for Celta Vigo in Spain. He had a good year. Uh, Lucas Torreira, too. I love him. Could be could be big time. He's on Sampdoria, center midfielder. A lot of he's big a key teams player. are looking at him. Yep. Yeah, I think he's got I think he's got a special special touch, Torreira. He'll probably be on a big team this summer. If I'm almost signed up. If Uruguay goes far, he might be the guy that like we know Suarez is gonna be there, but and yeah. we know Cavani. So just um Uruguay cleaned up South American qualifying. Yeah. They topped South they were the best team in South America for qualifying. I think they're getting slept slept on a little bit. Yeah. Not a ton. It's but they're, they're, those strikers are incredible. Um, and then who are their center backs? Godin. Godin's um, really good. Starts for Atletico yeah. Madrid. So Doesn't the other guy start for Atletico too? Yeah, they start together. Yeah, I forget the guy's name. So like, that's chemistry that you do, usually don't get on an international stage. Yep. So who do you got? Group A. Uh, easily Uruguay, number one. The, the question between uh, number two is between Russia and Egypt. I'm going to go with Russia for two reasons. One, home field advantage. Uh Besides South Africa, typically home field nations do very well, outperform mm-hmm. uh, expectations in the World Cup. And then the second is because I don't think Mosala is, he- is fully fit. We're and gonna, he has no help. We're going to move to Group B because everything you said about those two is the same reason I picked them. Yep. Uruguay is too good, and Russia's at home. I, Egypt's good, but I can't see Russia. It's, not making it out of that group yeah. at home. Well, who's the, the other guy Egypt has, Higazi, is a center back out of EPL. I'm trying to think of anyone besides yeah. that might, people might know that oh, isn't Mosala. Okay, yeah. Um, but really, like, just they're, they're, they play really defensively, Egypt does, which might surprise you. Yeah. Um, but it's like, who's going to score? Who's going to create? Uh, it's going to all be on Salah, really. Oh, 100%. So, I agree. On, yeah. On to Group B. Agreed. Group A is pretty easy. Group B. Uh, Portugal, number eight. That's the ranking uh, heading into the World Cup in our rankings. Yep. Spain, number three. Morocco and Iran. Um, go ahead. What are your initial thoughts? The initial thoughts on this group is that Iran is going to make things tough on everyone. They play so defensive. Yeah, and they act, they're not bad. They're organized, man. They're they're so gonna they're, shock someone, I think. I li- I like that. And that it's gonna get interesting. So you think they're gonna get a, a point, at least like, a point? They're yeah, they're gonna get a point, and they're gonna make that group not finish the way you would think. Okay, I I was gonna say that about Morocco. Morocco's great too. They have they're kind of the opposite. They have like attackers um, that I like. Um, Does Morocco have Benatia? The I believe Juventus defender. I believe so. Is that um, Morocco or was that Egypt? No, no I, think I think it's Morocco. Let's look it up. You you keep talking. I'm gonna do some fact checking so I don't sound like an idiot. All right. Um, most important player in this group. I don't know if you'll disagree. I think it's Ronaldo straight up. Um, oh, I think e- it's CR7 easily. easily. He's the star of the group. I think he'll have to score a couple goals for Portugal to advance. Yeah, the thing about Spain is they don't have a single player. I mean, their their entire team good. is all good. So, like, yeah, most important is is does Port does Ronaldo carry Portugal? I think he might have to a little bit. I'm not big on Portugal. I think their defense is 
pretty po- they're starting they're uh, Diego Alves and Pepe <laughs> some of the slowest defenders they're Go- both like 35 years old yeah. um, and their outside backs aren't great either I'm not big on Portugal either I know didn't they win Euros though they won Euros but it was such a sloppy route yeah they had a bunch of overtime games I don't I don't see them and when I said I think Iran and you think Morocco might shake this group up, it's going to be at the expense of Portugal, I think. And I think I agree. Ronaldo's going to lose his shit and we're all going to rejoice. I, except I have for, nothing against him, but it'd be funny. Except for my brother. He's a Ronaldo fanboy. Um, Portugal, young guy to watch out for. Goncalo Guedes, the winger, was on loan with Valencia last season and tore it up. He's going back to PSG from what I understand. Hell yeah. Um, but, I mean, Portugal has good attackers, but I agree. Defense, not sure about it. Yeah. And I like uh, Morocco. I uh, really confirmed, do. by the way, that Benaccia is on Morocco. So they have a good, solid center back as well. They have a good center back and, and um, young attacking MFers. They have an Ajax um, center attacking mid that everyone's loving. It's uh, Ziyech. Uh, so he could be a breakout player. He's like 25, but he's playing for Ajax, and everyone seems to think he's he's the real deal. I love Ajax. They have Eunice Belhanda. Yes, that guy's amazing. He's a good player. Um, and Tell then, me more. And then a breakout player, Amin Harit, uh, a 20-year-old also attacking mid from Schalke, um, who had a good season at Schalke. And he's had to have learned a ton of soccer from Weston McKinney. Weston McKinney is teaching these guys up. <laughs> Weston McKinney runs Schalke. For sure. For sure. Um, who else in that group? I mean, do you have... I don't know a single player on Iran. I just know that they are. when I watch them play, I'm like, I thought that you guys were a bunch of slubs they're and you're like battle. the most organized team ever. Yeah, they're just going to battle so hard. I can't wait to watch this group. But you think they get a point. Here's Iran's player, Sardar Osmoon. Osmoon. 23-year-old striker for Ruben Kazan. Yeah, why not? He's the guy. He's the guy. But I think uh, Hakim Ziyech from Morocco might might steal the show in that group. So, all right. I uh, I'm taking Spain to win the group. Yeah, that one's easy. Oh, let's talk about what happened recently. This is news with Spain. Oh, yeah. So Real Madrid, uh, after Zidane left, um, was obviously looking to hire a manager, and they chose Spain's national team manager, Lopetegui. Yeah, I don't Lopetegui, know how to pronounce it. Um, who's been working with the national team and worked with the under, you know, all the youth levels of the national team until he got to the top. Yeah. Um, the Spanish uh, Federation didn't like this. I think... It was already decided from what I read. It was like the Real Madrid players on the national team knew. Yeah. And they couldn't, like, keep it a secret. Yeah. And then it came out, and they're like, well, you should have done this. You're out. <laughs> I, like, kind of agree. Not not that, like, they shouldn't have fired him, but, like, whoever decided, like, to even leak this is an idiot. Like, just wait till after the World Cup. It yeah. makes no sense. I also don't know if it matters. Well, why These, couldn't he have stayed? It's I, not going to matter. These guys are all pros. They're all veterans. But also, like, why? It's a couple of days before the World Cup. Like, I, don't you think that the guy's not going to be like, oh, we're, he's going to take the World Cup seriously? Right. The, well, the thought process there's, there, there's political and sport rivalry going on between Barcelona and Real Madrid players. Not not just like sports. Like, there's there's political 
tension there. And I think maybe the FA got scared of that. But I'm like, these guys are all pros. They all play against each other. They've played with each other before. Like, I don't know that that's going to stop them from... I mean, I, I agree. I don't, I'm don't. i not worried. That's why I'm taking them to win the group. It was, but it was kind of shocking, though. Like, usually, like, the teams that are firing their coaches days before are, like... In shambles. In shambles. Not the, one of the favorites to win the thing. Yeah. It is interesting. Well... I don't think it's going to impact. There's definitely a tussle internally there in Spain between Real Madrid people, Barcelona people. The Catalan and the, you know, uh, whatever, the regular Spanish government, I guess. Castilian. Castilian, thank you. Castilian. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I don't, I'm taking Spain to win the group still. It doesn't bother me that much. No, I agree. I would. Um, My second, I, I got Morocco. That's my first surprise. See, I, I have Morocco too, but it's going to be because of Iran. Iran's going to hook them up. So Spain and Portugal is the first game of that group. Yeah. So I'm banking on Spain, Spain to beat winning. Portugal. And then Portugal to just go into a collapse. Is the last game Iran versus Portugal? Portugal. I'm telling you, dude. So if Morocco win their first game over Iran... Which I think they will. They can... Um, and then they get like a point versus Portugal. Then maybe the Ira- Iranians can screw over Portugal. Like, that's my game. goal, dude. That's my group B prediction. We might have to keep an eye out for Is that. Is that Iran ruins Cristiano? Mike's Cristiano cry. I can totally see that I'm happening. I'm excited. We have the same pick so far. I did not think this was gonna happen. Because um, people listening, we did not tell each other our pick. No, this was brand. We haven't. So we were making we, these. We might wager at some point tonight. But it hasn't happened so but, far. No, yeah, nothing's been on paper yet. All right, Group C. France goes in as the fourth favorite. They're in Group C along with Australia, Peru, and Denmark. Um, I don't think France could ask for much of a better draw. There aren't many better draws in this World Cup. Yeah, I I think it's a scary group, though, for the three. I think France handles this easily. But for the other three, any th- I think any three of those could finish, too. Like that's a that's a tight race for the second place. I don't think group. Australia can. I I think they're pretty bad. I don't. Tim Cahill's on the team. He's like thirty-seven or thirty-eight. Yeah. He's gonna old. score. He's gonna score ahead. I don't know that Australia will get a point. They'll try. They always try, but they're they're just not gonna. They surprise I think it's, me every time I watch them, though. I think it's Peru or Denmark, man. Yeah, I agree. Um, Denmark's got some stars. They got Christian Eriksen. Eriksen's probably the player of the group. P- pa- uh, Peru is missing their best striker, Paulo Guerrero. No, he's uh, he got in. Oh, did he at the last minute? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry. A bunch of back. a bunch of the captains, I think, in Group C, yeah. like, wrote FIFA to get him in. That changes things. Peru's good. They have Jefferson Farfan. They're good. Paulo Guerrero. Denmark's got some talent though. Is, Erickson is probably the most important player in the group. Uh, I don't mean besides he's the best French player. players. I just oh most important. What to his most team. important in the group is like right. things are going to rely on him. It's kind of changed the group. Um, young players, Pione Sisto was on Denmark. Celta Vigo winger. Okay, that people are saying that's good. Pedigree. Extremely fast. Um, My breakout then, player for France is uh, Nabil Fakir. Uh, who plays for Lyon? Rumored to go to Liverpool. I heard that colla- that collapsed. Did it? I'm, th- but my because of a medical issue or something. So he's not super like off the radar, but I think that if he has a good and he could have a good tournament, I think he'll he'll be on a like a almost like a James Rodriguez, you know, a couple of, four years ago. Like That's people fair. knew about him. Well, I think 
Saying a breakout player is a player that we're assuming is going to play good enough to get a move to a bigger team. I agree. And whether that's a small team to a mediocre team or a mediocre team to a top team, right. that's what a breakout player is. Like a big jump, is. right? Yeah, yeah. agree. Um, he's, he's like next up for France. So if anyone on the French front line is not firing, Fakir's in. I agree. And yeah, he'll have he'll probably get a shot at some point. Well, he'll he'll get minutes either as a sub and like you said, if someone's off, if someone's missing chances, he's gonna start a game. Yeah, without a doubt. I agree. Um, any concern about France? They're so loaded. I France is like they're I, like a conundrum to me. They the problem with I, I hesitate to pick France because they usually have a pretty stacked roster, but this year in particular, it's stacked. But they haven't looked good in any of like the last two World Cups, and they yeah. always choke. People they might... lost to Iceland or something. No, that was England. Sorry, that was England. <laughs> <laughs> well, they they definitely always choke. But France, like I just hesitate. They might to pick have them. the most talented squad, even even up there with Brazil. I'm, they have like, talked about their guys that won't play in this tournament yeah. are really good. So who would you pick as like one of the best strikers? Like Griezmann's top five striker in the World Cup. Yes. Pogba's top five midfielder in the World Cup. On his Cup. day. On his day. It. I think he's Pog- not consistent. He might be the key for France. I think Pogba for France works a lot better than Pogba from any. They don't. They don't seem to think so. Really, French fans? Yeah. He's like they. They were even questioning whether he's going to start, but he will. They'd be fools. He. He's inconsistent, and I think that might. Just be the word for all of the French national team. Yeah, because it will. Their starting eleven is going to be amazing. Do but they, will they put it together? Do they put Benzema and Griezmann up top? Benzema is not in the roster. That's I thought I heard that. Yeah, yeah. It's one of those. They weird, play like a wingers, right? They do like a. It'll be four, like a four-three-three. Three, three. Yeah, that's what I thought. So yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be stacked. They are, they are stacked. Yeah. Unbelievable talent on this team, um, especially in attack. So they're ranked number four in the world. And I would put them as like number four to win the tournament, probably. That's what I meant by four. Oh, okay. Fourth favorite to win the tournament. Okay, yeah, that makes tons of sense to me. Yeah, if the talent clicks, it's there. I don't have much else to say. Denmark's good. Peru's good. I think that's the battle for second. Yeah. All right. Well, so let's do predict- predictions. Yeah. Then. I got France winning it, um, and yeah, I yeah. took Denmark. I'm going to go with Peru. I, I love the South American teams. I really think they all bring it for the World Cup. So I'm going to go with France and Peru. That's fair. Our first difference, man. Are you excited now? Yeah. We got, we got I, some wagers here. Yeah, a lot of people are taking Peru. Hell yeah. Also taking Denmark. I think that's a tough call. Um, group C. Is, uh, we just did Group C. Group D. What a um, tough group. Very homer group for me. D so for death. I'm a big Croat, Croatian. Um... Yeah, well, so I have Homer opinions. I assume on this you've group. looked into this group in depth then. So much. Um, this group to me is a bloodbath. I really think this is terrible for that for Croatia. Oh, it's terrifying. Um, Argentina has the best player in the world. Nigeria is really go through Nigeria's roster and it's really good and experienced. And then you got Iceland who uh, shocked everyone. At the Euros two yep. years ago, beat England. So I don't know if there's an easy game in this group. Having said that, I think Croatia is very good. This is kind of a make or break year in World Cup for all of their experienced players. 
And they're also pretty good. They uh, Croatia, had, most uh, sites have them down as the 10th favorite in the World Cup. Argentina as the 5th favorite. Yeah, I mean, up and down the roster, you could talk about Croatia is a very good team on paper. Very good. They have two of the two elite central midfielders. Uh, good striker. Three good strikers. Yeah. All of which can can play. Uh, so we got Mandzukic, uh, Kramaric, Kramaric, and Kalinic. Kalinic, yep. Brozovic, Kovacic. Is there a theme? A lot, lot of itches. What's your last name? Mine's Tuli. I got the the British <laughs> last name. Sorry, itch is re- a lot more fun. Uh, my impressions of this group are is one of the toughest groups. Uh, I don't think Iceland's as good. Like I, I, I think, think that was a one time shocker, right? I agree, but I think they're gonna like you said about Iran. I, I think Iceland's they gonna play put very up a similar. fight, and they're gonna park the bus. They're so physical, so physical. They're it won't huge. be. It won't be easy. Um, do you, who's the most important player in this group? Do you think Argentina is guaranteed to win this group? This group, no, Guar- not at Croatia all. Croatia winning the group. Yeah, they. Argentina is a small team. Nigeria is super f- fast and physical. Croatia Iceland is, is physical super too. physical. Argentina is going to have a hard time They're breaking a handful it down with all these teams, I think. And not a single one of these teams is going to go at Argentina. They're all going to pack the bus against them. Yeah, I'm it's... not betting against Messi though. I'm just saying so, that I wouldn't be surprised if they don't win this group. I won't. I wouldn't either. I'm not picking them. But do you think Messi's the most important player in the group? Because I really think he is. No, without a doubt. I think if he has a bad day, Argentina might be in trouble. Yeah. Oh, without a doubt. Messi's the most important group no matter what group he's in, no matter who's in the, on the pitch. Yeah. All it takes is one bad day for Argentina yeah. to slip up, lose one of these games, and they might not go through. Like, it, they might not even go through. It It happens. Yeah. It's always um, weird when they when we talk about World Cup hype, everyone's always talking about Messi and Ronaldo, and neither of those two play for a, a powerhouse, in my opinion. Not as deep of teams. So I mean, Argentina's fifth overall to win this tournament? I don't agree with that. I don't either, but look around and they're they're pretty much fifth. Yeah. Um, but that's because of Messi. Take Only. Messi off that team and they slide down to so like eight, where nine, Uruguay ten. is. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, having said that, I mean Argentina does have good players. Oh, they have insane talent. Insane. Paulo Dybala. The young guy to watch there is Christian Pavone, the yep. striker for Argentina. Boca Juniors player. He's probably going to get a move here this summer. Um. Higuain's probably going to be important for them. Yeah. How he clicks with Messi. Their defense is good too. Known to have a stinker of a game too. <laughs> he's he's so inconsistent. I, Trust me. Argentina made it to the final of the last World Cup. Yeah. And it was a nasty run. They won two games, I believe, in the knockouts in penalty kicks. Yeah. They never won a game by more than a goal. They didn't look impressive, but they made it there. Um, I'm not big on Argentina. I'm not either. I really maybe I'm, not, I'm not to get out of the group even, but if they do, certainly not. I don't think they're. I, I agree. I don't think they're the fifth favorite. Like I won't have them winning the World Cup. They're gonna get so beat up by this group. The the people that in, that are in the group of death, like I feel like that that alone, just getting out of that group is is half winning the tournament. Like, yeah, you know what I mean. You, some of these people are gonna get to like uh, who's who's the easy group? France, right? They're gonna just like chill through Group C. That's nice. And to then be in one of those groups. Yeah, and they're gonna ha- they're gonna be well rested for the night. Argentina also just don't their their defensive unit doesn't always click. It's not a guarantee. Like Marcus Rojo, I'm sorry, he's not. No. 
a special they defender. They got Odomendi, though. I, I think Federico Fazio, Odomendi. Yeah. It's like, who's going to play? They've got players, but, like, yeah, you're right. How do they meld together? Yeah. So, who do you got in that group? I, I'm going to go with Argentina first with to all the, the skepticism. I'm kind of, like, just, like, hedging my own bet here. But, uh, but you wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. But Argentina first. And then I'm going I'm to go with Croatia. Because I, I am polling for them, I, in that they have too much talent. Uh-huh. Uh, Nigeria, though, is the team I think that could shock Croatia and, and make it out of this so group. I have them both. You have Nigeria I have and Croatia. Argentina not getting out of the group. Holy shit, I love it. There's always one team, man. There's always one team. And I just don't. I'm not feeling it. They really gonna, never feel their team. They're going to get roughed up by this group. If they make it out, they're going to be roughed up. Don't, yeah. I could talk about that group all day, but let's move on. <laughs> it's a fun it's, one, it's though. A, it's a bloodbath. It's my, I think Nigeria are really good. I think it might be my favorite group of the world. Nigeria Cup. are really solid. And they have great. Like the Croatia, Nigeria, maybe the top two jerseys in the World Cup. Oh, yeah. All right, Group E, Brazil going as number one favorites to win it. Switzerland, Costa Rica, and Serbia. We can speed these up a little bit. What do you have to say about these teams? See, I like this group, too. You do? Oh, yeah. Uh, do you have any doubt that Brazil won't win the no, group? No, Brazil's, are they one, number one overall? Number one yeah, favorite. Does not surprise me. They've got the hungriest player in the World Cup, I think. More hungry than Cristiano Ronaldo. Who's that? Neymar. I think he's got more. Something to prove? Is more to prove than any other player in this entire tournament. Okay. I think he's the third best player in the world. I said this about Salah already earlier, but I think... So is it Salah or Neymar? you got to pick one. It's Neymar. Okay, so Salah's four for you? Yeah. Okay. Um, Brazil stacks. I mean, what's there to say? I think... Love Willian, that he starts for Brazil. The, the he only brings something different oh, I love to Willian. the team. Yeah. Um, the only weakness I'd point out in Brazil is outside backs. They bomb so much. Marcelo? Like getting, they go so high. Oh, yeah. Oh, I see what you're saying. So they're counterable. Yeah, they are. Um, I, uh, the, the one thing I'll question about Brazil's squad selection is that they didn't bring in uh, retired Luis Fabiano into the roster to score some goals. He's got to be like 50 years old. <laughs> but he, I think he could really make an impact on this. What team. makes, what else? Give me one thing. Why do you like this group so much? Oh, you like Costa Rica. This, this is another group where, uh, besides the clear top favorite, all three of them could take second. Costa Rica has it always surprised people. I agree, all they three. have tons of talent, and they have one of the best goalies in the entire World Cup. They have Brian Ruiz, who I think is one of the most creative attacking midfielders in the entire World Cup. Uh, they've got Joel Campbell. I mean, they've got they've got depth up and down the ro- up and down. They've the also roster. been here. Before, yeah, they were here last year, and they shocked Something everyone. Something like eight or nine starters from the last World Cup might start again. They've That's got continuity. And then you've got Switzerland and Serbia. I mean, you can name th- three to four incredibly supremely talented players on both of those rosters. Yeah, like watching Switzerland and Costa Rica and Serbia play one another is going to be, be fun. Those should be like really every close single one of those games, games. is going to be close because those are all attacking teams except for I think Costa Rica is a little bit more uh, defensive minded yeah. um, but watching Serbia will be pretty defensive true yeah, it, it'll be interesting they're, I mean it's all going to be th- those three teams are so close I could never pick the young them. player of the group is probably Dennis Zakaria 
on Switzerland. Center mid, Borussia Mönchengladbach. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like Mbolo, too. Good center mid, Mbolo, too. Um, Serbia, the big player is um, Milinkovic Savic. Mm-hmm. Everyone wants this guy. Maybe Man U or Real Madrid this summer. So he's a great center midfielder. I have uh, I got Brazil and Serbia in that order. Yes, I the I like the Eastern European teams in this. I feel like they're gonna have a big traveling audience in Russia. That's that's a good thought. I don't I don't really think about that the traveling but, stuff. But um, while while we're at that, just a quick note on that. The only um, like crossover continental winner was last World Cup. Germany won that's right. in and, Brazil. Yep. And the South American teams have never won a World Cup in in Europe. That is crazy to think about. So while while Brazil's the favorite, that would be historic. Yeah, it'd be it'd be the first world. It's gonna cup. happen soon, though. Someday. Same way we could knew be. the sixteen was gonna beat a one seed in the tournament yeah. one day. You could know? be this one. Uh, Brazil is definitely number one for me in this group. And then I'm gonna go with my. Bo- I'm going Concacaf, dude. I'm a homer. Costa Rica. Costa Rica too. Sweet. All right, let's move on. Should I be writing this down, by the way? You should, just so you remember. Well, also so we can wager on it. Yeah. Um, Group F. Germany. The Germans. Mexico. Sweden. Uh, Who else is in this group? I'm only saying this because I haven't said it the last two groups. I love this group. I don't. I think this group is boring. (laughs) What? South Korea versus Mexico is going to be one of the most fun games of the World Cup. I think South Korea is going to be terrible. Son. That's it. That's all you need. That's all they have. <laughs> That's, like, all they have. They like, always... They are technically gifted. They always are. And I love watching them play. I don't think they'll compete in this group. I love it. Neither... I actually don't think Sweden are very good either. Like I, Sweden's... Was, I'll agree with you on Sweden. This was an easy one, too, for me. Germany. Germany, Mexico. Mexico. I think Mexico got a, a great draw as a second team in a group. This is Mexico's most talented World Cup roster I've ever seen. No. Who? Name a more. I can only remember like their last. I year, guess I don't know, but that's not. They're not excited about this team. They have more European talent on this Mexico roster. Maybe that's why they're not excited. <laughs> yeah, because they don't. They they're so. From what I hear, they have an issue in center mid. Is who's going to be like the holding midfielder? Um, so, that's just what I'm hearing. They lost uh, Diego Reyes, which is a big loss yes. recently. Uh, he's a Porto outside back. They replaced him with someone who I think is very good and young, as Eric Gutierrez. Mm-hmm. Um, we love Irving Lozano. Irving Lozano, PSV Eindhoven striker, had an incredible year. One might call it a breakout year. Talking about breakout players, he's absolutely someone I would consider in that category. Um, he's the breakout player of the group. I mean, you got Carlos Vela, Chicharito Hernandez. I mean, they've got talent. I think got talent. I think they're gonna get. I think they'll finish second. That's why I think that. I'm excited for this. You like that group? I I think it'll be. So the problem is, and maybe we talk about this once we talk about knockouts, though, is that if we think Mexico is gonna take second in this group, because Germany's incredible. Uh-huh. Uh huh. If Mexico takes second, they play Brazil, who we assume is gonna That'll take really first. Really fun. But Mexico always plays Brazil. It's tough. Like the last like six games, they're all like within a goal or two. They play South American and teams. They've, beat, tough. they've beaten Brazil many times. By the way, Germany's number two favorite going into the World Cup. So they are my personal number one. Me, I, me I, too. I, they've won like every important tournament except for Euros. Yeah. 
Let's move on. We have the same same picks there. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, group G is Belgium, sixth favorite. Panama, Tunisia, England, seventh favorite. I there's two good teams to talk about in this group. I don't want to spend a lot of time on it. I think this, this is, was an easy one too. This is the most boring group. Well, I guess it's not an family. easy one two. It's an easy two. Two pick. Yeah, and it's going to be Belgium and England. I'm going to go England one, Belgium two. All right, I'm going the opposite. We're going Belgium one. I don't see how both of those teams don't advance. That would shock me. Unless England pull an England. Um, Tunisia is just not good. England's been playing so good in the last year and a half. I agree. And I feel like and Panama we always talked into the World Cup. Yeah, Panama's third. If there was another team in this group that was decent, I might be able to talk myself into an upset, but there's no. I don't see it. Uh, breakout player of the group, Leo Dendonker. One of the best names to say in the World Cup. Yeah, and a great player. 23-year-old center midfielder on Anderlecht. Um, might even play some center back if, if Belgium has problems. But he's one to keep an eye out, probably. Any English players for you? Alexander-Arnold and Rashford come yeah. to mind. Both are, because so, these are EPL players, so it's like hard me, to call yeah, them For me, breakout. it's not a breakout because I've seen them. Loftus-Cheeks, 22. Yeah, but he's, he's a Chelsea Crystal player Pl- that's oh, on loan to Crystal Palace. Palace. Yeah. There's some questions whether Chelsea will keep him or sell him. I just think, like, no one, like, all right, people know Rashford's a good player, but he doesn't even start every game for Man U. And he'll be used the same way for England. He'll be a sub. A 30-minute sub. One more gush on Marcus Rashford is this kid is a, he's kind of scrawny, a little bit tall, but when he shoots the ball, he generates so much power from nowhere. Like, usually when a guy shoots hard, you see, like, gigantic calves and, like, muscle. Rashford looks like twig and bones, but the guy shoots 100 miles an hour. It's very cool to see. Do you think that he shoots so hard is just because he always shoots and he never passes. <laughs> he dribbles forward and just... Every time I watch him play, just he, it's, it's like three dribbles and a shot, no matter where. But if it works. It's aggressive. And that's why I think he'll be a super sub. I wouldn't be surprised if he scored. He might not start. Her. I mean, they yeah, got Sterling and... Uh, what's the other guy on the Kane. Other? Thank you. Sterling. Well, Kane, Sterling. And... He could start on the other side. He might. They like him there, man. He scored some crackers, too. I'd be, the lead I, up to the I kind of think he'll be on the bench, but... I think that, that that's the easiest top two pick. Of the all. Probably even more easy than Mexico-Germany. Maybe Group A is easier. Uruguay-Russia. Nah, Egypt, though. Nah. Egypt was a question. A lot of people are going to have Egypt advancing. A lot of wrong people. Because of Salah. A lot of people. Um, yeah, I think, I think England have played extremely well. I think they have a shot to advance. Um, not just out of the group, but... Depending on who they play, they might win another game. I, I think they could go deep. I feel them this year. I'm talking myself into them. I just think it's funny when they lose. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I can't wait to see the headlines when they do lose. <laughs> yeah. Group H rounds it up. It's a really tough group to call, but not like there's not. So every group has a top 10 team in it. The right. favorite, this group doesn't have one. Columbia is probably like an 11th or 12th favorite, um, but they don't, there's no like amazing team in this group so it's poland senegal colombia and japan that's the closest across all four teams without a doubt i can rule japan out they are pretty trash i don't didn't they fire their head coach this whole uh, asia qualifying (laughs) round like i don't think any of the teams are good oh no australia japan south korea every once in a while japan and south korea put up some good teams but yeah no not this year that's for sure 
So, this was really tough for me to call. Um, I do think Columbia really Columbia are a team that's like that are good across the board. They have like a good player playing at every position. I'm going one make, for them. I, I have Columbia winning the group as well. Radamel Falcao. Uh, yeah, and James Rodriguez was okay. the star of the last World Cup. He did okay. Golden Boot last World Cup. James. I just hope a giant insect lands on his sleeve again he helped, this year. He scores. He scores so much for Columbia. Yeah, he's way better for Columbia. Than so good. Agreed. So, but I, I think we might differ on two. Because I, I think you, you told me this one. I think you've talked yourself into the African side here. I have talked myself into Colo- uh, Senegal. Yeah. They're uh, good. They're very good. Um, Sadio Mane sometimes can't hit the broadside of a barn. Yeah. But he's, like, always in front of net. He's always oh, a threat to al- score. He almost uh, won the Champions League for They're going to counter, players. and they are so fast. Um I love Poland. I'm going Poland. I love Poland's attackers. I love Poland's midfield, but I, I actually think Poland might have one of the worst defenses in this tournament. It's possible. Which is why I switched it. I was thinking Poland. I'm thinking they're going to have some home field advantage. Again, the Eastern European. Very close. I uh, mean, that was a good point. And I think Lewandowski is one of the best strikers in the entire World Cup. He definitely is. So... I don't think there's any doubt he is. He doesn't seem to do it for Poland, though. He certainly plays better for Bayern. Yes. And you wonder if why, because he's got amazing players around him. Um, <laughs> Peter Zielinski, the attacking mid mm-hmm. from Napoli, is on Poland. He's amazing. He's, he might be the breakout. People know of him, but I don't think they know I think that him. would count. I would, I would think that counts as a breakout. Yep. Um... Senegal has one too. Keita Balde, who was, oh, on, yeah. who was on Lazio, yeah. went to Monaco. Fantastic player. If he has a good tournament, I could see him turning around and going back to an even bigger yeah. team. Um, Colombia has one too. Davinson Sanchez, center back for Spurs. Okay. They paid like $45 million for him. He's like a 22 year old center back. Japan, don't have anything to say. Their best player is Shinji, Shiga- Shinji, Shinji Kigawa. In his days, best days are past him. Honda's not on the team. Is he? I don't know. I think he is. Is he? But Kigawa his and days Honda are also bossing the midfield. Both of, they're like both over the hill. They've both gone to lesser clubs. Yes. In in recent years, I think they're going to get ran over Japan. So you've got Poland. You got Colombia winning the groups. We agree there. Yep. That wraps up our group picks. Let's go into the knockouts. Let's do it. You might as well just start writing them down because we're, we're going to have different, you know, different sides of the bracket here. Right. That's just what... get down to your final four. Let's talk final four. Start writing them in. While we write those in, let's discuss these awards. Um, who's going to win the golden boot? Golden Boot. Dude, I wrote this down. I uh, put a little bit of thought into this. I think it's going to be Neymar. No, Lukaku for Belgium. Really? Yeah. I didn't pick uh, Belgium. To, like, I, I mean, they're going to. I have them at finishing second, and then they'd end up playing. Uh, who they've played? So you have them on a deep run. They're, they're playing. So the thing about Belgium is, I think if they finish second in the group, they end up playing. This team, Group G, should. F- fight for second place because then they play the winner of Group H. 
who we just talked about has Poland, Senegal, or Colombia coming out of it. it. It's a good draw for Belgium and England no matter what. Yeah. And Belgium and England will also should score a bunch of goals against Tunisia and Panama, really, when you think about it. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So, I, yeah, I'm going to go with Lukaku as my golden boot. Okay. I have Timo Werner. The, oh, the German. The German. The striker. German. I think uh, Germany are going far again, and he's just going to benefit. <laughs> There's the always tablets. a German striker at the top but, of the um, golden boot race. Timo Werner, uh, according to Vegas, was seventh favorite in the uh, top goal score. And Lukaku's eighth. Lukaku's eighth. And they, well, they're both actually tied. So who's number they're one? Tied. Neymar? Plus, plus 1,600. Neymar's number one. Lionel Messi is number two. I don't, don't see agree. that at all. Don't agree. Griezmann's three. Gabriel Jesus. Those make four. sense. Ronaldo five. Makes sense. Yeah, if Ronaldo, if Portugal do anything, Ronaldo's gonna have to score five or six goals. Yeah. Harry Kane six. Then we get Timo Werner, Lukaku, Luis Suarez, Edinson Cavani, Diego Costa, uh, Robert Lewandowski. I'll stop there. Uh, so the number one Golden Boot favorite is a good segue into my Golden Ball pick, which you're gonna ask me next. Best player of the tournament will be Neymar. I told you he has the most to prove out of anyone. I think he's going to destroy this tournament. Do you have them winning the tournament? No, I have Germany winning. Okay. I think uh, Messi won Golden Ball last World Cup, right? And Argentina lost in the final. Yeah. So you don't have to win. Correct. You just need to have a good tournament. Um, what else? Best, uh, best young player. This is an award they give out for someone who's 22 years or younger. Um... It's some. It's by some birthday, but I. I don't know. I'm not gonna look it up. But anyway, the odds for that. The top choices are Gabriel Jesus, Kylian Mbappe, Usman Dembele, Goncalo Guedes, who we talked about on Portugal, Marcus Rashford, Rodrigo Betancourt. Um, I could keep going, but I don't is, think it's is gonna Lozano be. Is Lozano on there? No. Is he 22 or under? He might not. He be. might be too old for this award. Then either I, 22 or 23. My pick has to be uh, Rashford. Then I just I just think too highly of think that. Think he'll kid. score some goals. Yeah, I think he, I think England go far, and I think he scores some bangers. Okay. Jesus is definitely my second pick. <sighs> Brazil go far. I can't see them not. He might giving it to Jesus, yeah. but I'm gonna take uh, I'm gonna take Mbappe. One of the French guys is a good pick too. I'm gonna take Mbappe. Mbappe. Doop dap da doop. Oh, sorry. You got your final four yet? Not a clue, dude. Not a clue. Dude, we've been talking about World Cup. How am I supposed to concentrate here? Golden ball. Done. Golden boot. Done. I didn't give you my golden ball. Who should my golden ball be? Tell me, man. You tell me. I'm just going to just go completely random. Tony Kroos. Say they give it to Kroos. Kroos Kroos is probably the most important player on Germany. Don't you think? All right. Well, my final four is uh, France v. Belgium and Croatia versus Germany. All right. I can tell you one final four. Wait, you have France versus Belgium. And Croatia versus Germany. Croatia versus Germany. Damn. All right. Uh, 
Croatia is hilarious. I love that you picked them. <laughs> Dude, I have to. All right, I got a shocker for you, too. Don't worry. Don't worry. Just give me a sec. Let's hear I'm it. A, all right, I'll already tell you the upset I'm about to put in. It's Mexico over Brazil and Mexico in the final four. Wow. I mean, that's just as much as Croatia, I feel like. Dude, they get Mexico's going to have to play uh, Belgium, England, Poland, Senegal, or Colombia. All they have to do is beat Brazil. That's all they have to do. Make it sound so easy. It's easy. It's easy to beat Brazil. So think about um, these two things, too. Your biggest surprise team, obviously Mexico. Oh, clearly. If you had to give me another one, who would it be? Like a long shot that's not necessarily going to go to uh, the Final Four, but like get into the knockouts and win a, win a game. Get into the knockouts and win a game. I win a game in the knockouts. I'm gonna say um, I'm gonna say Senegal. Whether they get England or Belgium, I could see Senegal winning a knockout game. So that's mine. I'm trying to think of like the weakest like one team that like top team that could lose, and I'm between senegal or poland beating like belgium or england that easily could happen that's why i picked the that. other team that i'm gonna go with no one like all right a couple people are talking about i think nigeria is gonna f- going go crazy this world cup i think i'm gonna I play like them. just off the walls soccer i don't disagree i have them out of the group i think they could beat france i really do yeah that one was tough for me so Alright, so hold on. Who's your biggest disappointment then? Mine is obviously Argentina, because I'm taking them to knock it out of the group. I, my, I, if I pick, picked one team to disappoint, it's going to be Spain. Just kind of. They, they want it. They're all old. Like, there's nothing exciting. Like, I, I just don't know if they're going to be motivated. The disappointment for them would be, like, not getting to the semis. So I could, I could see that. Mexico's going to beat England, and I'm going to rejoice. All right, so I got Mexico in the final four. I've got Argentina. They're not playing each other. They're on opposite sides. I'm very close to having it here. Germany versus Argentina for sure is happening, and I think Germany wins that. Just let us know when you're ready. The whole world is waiting. Why don't you tell uh, Fire Fandom what the uh, starting roster for the Chicago Fire game tonight is? Yeah, let's take a look at this. Pull it up here. Do we have the same team winning the World Cup, though? This is strange. I already told you my favorite. Germany, right? Yeah, Germany. We have the same team. That's boring as hell. I'm sorry. We have a lot of different... Fuck it. I'll change it. I'll change it just for the sake of patriots. Taking France? I'm going with France. I took that language in high school... France over Mexico in the quarterfinals. So I have the same final. And then France versus Germany. So your final four is Paul Pogba banger. John Miller's final final four. France versus Mexico and Argentina versus Germany. Solid. I would love both of those games. I have France versus Belgium. Little border clash. Ooh, I like that. And then Croatia versus Germany. Hrvatska with Croatia finally losing to the Germans. But in a 6-5 game. Thriller. <laughs> Modric hat trick. So that's it. Wow. That's you, the World Cup. If you want, that's it. We don't even have to watch now. Yeah. Don't tune into Fox Sports, anyone. 
Just, just come, uh, come talk to us. Anyway, that's our long podcast because we did the World Cup. Um, do you have anything else to say, John? Let's watch this fire game. Let's go fire, and uh, we'll, we'll talk to you guys. Uh, we'll probably do some more next World week. Cup talking. Yeah, next week. Talk on that. World Cup and fire. Uh, that's it. So long from the command center. Adios, amigos. Thanks for listening. Viva la Mexico!